What's up, Afterbuzzers and a million little things fans? Oh my god, we were holding on to our seats as time stood still. Breakups, breaking points, shattered truths coming to light. We gotta dive into it right now. You're tuned in to Afterbuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, Oh man, I gotta punch this air right now to this tune because of tonight's episode. That was too much. It was a lot. It was welcome after buzzers and a million little things. Fans, this is episode nine that we're breaking down as time stands still. I'm your host, Yasmin Tamaris, joined by my beautiful co-host and Mega Million Little Things fan. Mega Million. Oh, I like I that. That was good. How come we haven't thought of that before? <laughs> you guys, I'm Jess Lucero, and I am just, I, I don't even know how to explain the way I'm feeling right now. I have chills all over my body. All over. So we're going to obviously get into the entire thing, breaking down. Let's go into Gary and Maggie first, their relationship. I am devastated at this point. Then we're getting into Catherine and Eddie. Um, and then we're going to have to get into PJ, Delilah, all the truths all the coming kids. out and the intensity of oh. that moment. Yes. So, Jess, what was your overall thought oh, about this episode? Oh, man. Okay. First off, I want to go ahead and direct it to the live chat because we've got a good amount of you guys with us right now. A couple of you are already writing in there. Uh so, guys, go ahead and share with us what you what part either made you cry the most or gave you the biggest chills because that is one thing that really stuck with me throughout tonight's episode. My chills would not go away. It was insane. But I just thought this is exactly what we've been waiting for, you yes. know, on so many different levels, whether it be from Roman Regina finally having that conversation to now Maggie and Gary kind of they're they're falling apart a little bit over there or not even a little bit they are falling apart mm -hmm. and then you also have obviously eddie and delilah and Catherine. oh my it was just a lot i mean just as the title says time stood stand still i honestly yeah. felt like this entire episode was all the predictions that we had things were finally coming to light finally. to me it actually seemed like a season finale in that sense Definitely. because it was just everything all compiled at once i honestly thought before the series is going to go on hiatus now for the next few weeks i thought maybe a few developments would come to light, like PJ's situation, but I honestly did not think that we would get the results of Gary and Maggie's relationship, mm -hmm. and then also the truth coming out to the kids, um, like Sophie, so I just, I, I felt like there was a lot, I honestly was about to cry as well when we oh, saw yeah. PJ and oh, Rome, yeah. that whole situation, highly intense, so yes, we'd love to know who is in the live chat right now, or any comments afterwards, what your overall thoughts of this episode was, of course, after the three topics, we're going to get into news and our special segment hashtag little thing abtv whatever you took away from this episode do chime into the conversation already as well about that so let's get into gary and maggie okay so we saw initially how you know the whole banter that was kind of still there and like a little bit of an excitement where maggie might be going to england and gary is like wearing this bobby hat putting right. on this british accent and they're having a little Cute bit of little fun playful and banter. Moment, right. yes and then eventually she finds the ring and <laughs> and skirt <laughs> all I, the fun kind of comes to an end right i mean honestly though i thought when she found the ring that she was quite happy about it you know she went over to gina and was yeah. like 
I cannot believe. Her but. reaction was very weird. Mm-hmm. I will say, I didn't feel the way you're saying that you felt. It did seem off to me. I think she would have been a lot more excited about it. For her, she just kind of seemed like she wanted to go to Regina and be like, okay, well, like, when is he planning on doing this? What's happening? Like, she wanted to know more information so she could maybe steer him away from it. That's the way I took it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and just, oh, man, it it just (laughs) broke my heart for Gary, seeing the way she reacted. I mean, I just, I was shocked. I I just personally thought that Maggie was pretty, like, solid and kind of pleased. At the same time, she had that probably internal dialogue thinking, but... I'm going mm-hmm. to the UK, so he's actually wanting to move over there. Yes. Um, and maybe that's also another reason why, as to in the end, she was deciding to not want to be with him. I thought it was very powerful in the way that she said, in order for me to give my half to you, I feel like I need to figure out what my half is. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like Gary might have been pressuring her at the end. What did you think about Gary's response to her? Uh, well, what I thought is that, uh, I think she is completely right, um, in that a lot of people kind of jump into relationships sometimes, or I should say, some people jump into relationships, and they do exactly what she's trying to avoid, which is, you know, jumping in too quickly, and they don't even love themselves yet at that point. So I, I like the fact that she's really addressing that and acknowledging that, and she's trying to work on herself first. But also, they have been together for a decent amount of time now. You think that at this point, you kind of start to know whether or not you want to spend the rest of your life with someone. And it's not always like that. I mean, they've been together for a year. It's not even eight months. Correct. That That's right. I guess it's not that long. Um, but, but when you know, you know. I feel like when you know, you know. And for her to be so afraid is just like, that's I, where it gets weird. I do kind of question that. Um, just because, I mean, yeah, eight months isn't the longest time. Right. But, you know, there are couples that get together within three months. So it takes years. It depends right. on... I feel like within those eight months, they definitely have been through so much, which some couples only experience in years. Um, and, you know, he has obviously been there for her. And there was a moment where I thought, okay, it was interesting for her to come out and say, hey, um, you know, you're still treating it as if I have cancer. Like, it's mm-hmm. gone. So now we just have to, like, move on with our lives and treat this whole relationship dynamic differently. And um, I agree with her that she needs to still fine with her. But also there were moments in which she didn't have cancer and they and they were together, like, before she actually found out that right, stage, right? right? And they were still together. Yeah. They always had this great connection and, and like, joking around both of them. And um, it's interesting that he's obviously very certain. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we know his past. He's never had this kind of an intense, committed relationship or cared for someone as much as he has for Maggie. Maggie, Um, It's just, it's interesting that she is the one who said, yes, I do want to be with you, Mm -hmm. but just not able to commit through marriage. What do you think is... Well, what else? Do you really think it is because of the cancer that it's gone now? She wants to figure herself out now? And I I think that could definitely be it. But also, she's not in the wrong for not wanting to marry him. And that's maybe something that we should address before we have people commenting saying, (laughs) she can wait, you know? Like, I, I totally agree. 
Um, I think that it's very it's valid if Maggie wants to wait. I think that's great because she didn't outright tell Gary like she doesn't want to marry him. She said that she is in love with him. She just doesn't want to do it right now. And like that's completely valid on her end. She is kind of figuring her life out in general because she was kind of willing to throw it all away for a while. She Mm. was willing to have cancer and not go through chemo and like literally throw everything away. And Gary is pretty much the reason that she didn't do that. So, I, yeah, I think she definitely is still figuring herself out. Mm-hmm. And you could see that she's kind of still having flashbacks to back when she did have cancer, when she had the flashback during the run where she couldn't finish the run because of what she had been going through. And so you could tell that she's not fully over that time of her life. And yeah. I th- Again, I mean, it is a highly traumatic exactly, experience. Very and, valid. You know, I think now getting into this conversation, um, she obviously, she was willing to throw her life away, as we've seen. And then because of him, she is still alive, essentially, and has managed to battle through it, all the while being supported by and nurtured by Gary and his friends as well. Then it's not just always been him alone. Right. Um, and I guess, you know, with the I'm in posted it's just like (laughs) I feel like you know what actually it's not fair to put that pressure on her to have to think then because like let's just say I'm Gary I cannot expect her to then be like okay now I'm better and yes we are gonna get married because of you helping my life now it's like she's hit that benchmark and she can now realize like okay I'm still in but let me wait until I'm really ready. I just need to figure myself out. Right. And I think that that completely makes sense. Yeah. You know, Um, I want to read a couple of the comments that we have going in the live chat. So Kimmy Sylvester, she said, I think she meant this was the most maybe intense episode since the pilot to which I agree completely. Uh, This episode was insane. The amount of stuff that went down is just through the roof we're gonna talk all about it and she said that the part that either gave her chills or made her cry was when pj almost committed suicide and someone else bj husker says the same thing cried most when rome was on the roof with pj and yeah (laughs) those are yeah those are the part yeah and especially because Okay, we're going to get into that part of the conversation a little bit later <laughs> on in the show. But yeah, we'll it, it's, it. it's just just because there's like that whole juxtaposition of John and him and their similarities and looks. And I'm still not sure whether John really is the father right. or not. But we'll get into that. Um, really appreciate those comments. Mm-hmm. Just as a final part before we get into our next topic with Gary and Maggie, they parted. I really didn't like that part. I did not like seeing Gary with another girl at the bar. That was weird. And Cringy. I'm not sure about Maggie. And also, the fact that she didn't get a fellowship is devastating. I almost wonder that if she would have found out about that beforehand, it would before have changed the whole fight. Yeah. For sure. Do you think they, they wouldn't have had this kind of discussion? Yeah, I think that she would have been in a very different mindset had she received that call before her conversation with Gary went down. But what I will say about the way that they kind of started to separate is I didn't like the fact that Maggie was with Eric. I didn't like the fact that Gary was hitting on a girl at the bar. It just seemed like kind of forced in there. I don't... Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's that's how some people do react when they go through breakups, but... I don't feel like Gary would do that. I, I mean, well, he's Gary's so in past, that's the thing. Yes, he's so in love, but it's like, what? I, I don't think, 
okay, I shouldn't think what else is he to do, but clearly he just doesn't know how else to handle it. I feel yeah. like that's the way he's always handled things. If yeah. things didn't go well his way and, right. and he was hiding or sad about something. I, I did like the fact that when he saw Maggie packing, he didn't like go to sit down and like try and comfort her or anything. You know, you saw her kind of being like expecting him to sit down next to her. What, Gary? Yeah, I Re- I felt like you're so used to, not you, but just, yeah, just in generally. general, you're like, you're used to seeing Gary kind of be this great friend that he is, and he probably would have gone out of his way to help her out. But in this case, he looked at her and just kept walking, and that's when I was like, all right. This is I it. feel good for Gary, though, you know? Like, yeah. he's finally doing what he should be doing rather than helping everyone else and that that's like a big part of what went down in this episode yeah so that was a very strong moment and when he burst out in the middle of the restaurant this is john's gift and look what we're all doing we're breaking up this family dynamic friendship family dynamic lost my job and everything you know to keep this all together but it's like gary you've really sacrificed yourself in so so many different ways and i think it comes to show then you know it's it's great to have that person and it's great to, you know, be able to be there for everybody and keep everybody together. But don't lose out for yourself because look how much he's hurting now. You got to yeah. keep like at least 30% for yourself. I feel like exactly. he was giving 90% and really trying his best and utmost to be like yes. John. I completely agree. I think that's a great statement. He was giving way too much of himself away. And, like, it's not selfish to take a day for yourself and to, you know, just have some me time. That's we all need to do that. And so I think Gary kind of realized a little bit too late, but he's... But he's got that realization yes, point now. He's yes. got it now, so... Okay, well, before Man. we get into Catherine and Eddie and that whole <laughs> dynamic there, Jess, you've got a little message for everybody I'm here. i put this Thank smile you. on my face, even though we're talking about <laughs> Maggie and Gary breaking up in this episode. <laughs> but I will say that you guys... All tuning into our live show is putting a smile on my face. It's very easy to <laughs> smile with you guys over here. So like I said, continue to leave some comments in that live chat. We really appreciate it. And it's so much fun to chat back and forth with you guys on the live chat and on Twitter and whatnot. And we want to say thank you guys so much for making us the ESPN of TV talk. If you guys are tuning in on YouTube, make sure to hit subscribe. Leave some comments down below that will you know, not just stay there for the live chat, but for the end of time. We love going back and viewing all of those comments they make us very happy even if they are correcting us and whatnot (laughs) (laughs) don't forget to give us a thumbs up and if you're listening on the podcast please 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 rate us five stars we love those five stars (laughs) yeah no i mean especially those comments you always drop in things that we do not see or we do not touch upon and it just adds so much more so much more flair so many more layers than what is presented and Mm -hmm. you can read this in so many different ways so it's really great to hear from you guys thank you so much Yes. Okay, well. Wait, huh. can I oh. ask, before before we get any deeper, I want to see if maybe you guys will answer this question now since you guys answered my last question before. So what do you guys, let's see if you have any predictions while we get to our predictions later on in the episode. Yes. But what do you guys think that Eric has to tell Maggie that he... That's something to think about yes, in think predictions, about right? Everybody think episode. about it and then let us know what you think. Exactly. Huh, we'll <laughs> let you know what we think, but you know. We're going to save that for we'll later. For later. <laughs> um, okay, so Catherine and Eddie getting a paralegal involved and all yeah, for the birth messy. certificate. And, um, you know, I think the paralegal, that you made a good point there where you said, remember, these are people you're dealing with. Right. 
it's not two companies going head to head. Right. So there's a lot of feelings and emotions, and especially such a tightly knitted friendship family group as such. And it is so complicated. So I, thinking about this now, I feel like you know the paralegal saying that. I almost also feel like there should be a psychologist or sociologist or like a therapist or somebody there to really talk them through yeah. what the consequences are of. Filing these papers, and I mean, the papers, okay, that's, I don't think that's as huge of a deal because that is fact, but really telling the truth at this point. I know we've been speculating the whole time when mm-hmm. is the best time to tell the kids, but <sighs> having seen the results now, do you think this, that was the, the right way that it's been do. done was the right thing to do exactly at this point? Um, you know, uh, after seeing that result, Here's the thing is, I don't think that they would change the way they reacted, regardless of when Delilah came out and told her kids. They would have most likely reacted in that exact way, no matter what, because they would have continued to hold on to that secret, Being they being Eddie, Delilah, Catherine. They would have continued to hold on to that secret, and then Sophie and Danny would have continued or would have felt more and more betrayed because they took so long to tell them the truth. So I think that there really isn't a right time for them to tell them to, to tell their kids that because it's just you, they messed up. So you're going to have to come out at one point or another. Eddie deserves to acknowledge the fact that Charlie is his child. And since you guys didn't do this in the very beginning, well, it, it had to come out at some yes, point. Yes, I agree because no matter what, it would come out somehow in it some would. form. We don't know even in what direction, but this was the way because at least it comes from their mouths. The only sad thing I would say in this scenario is that Theo had to stand by oh. rather than be told. He is too young, granted, but the fact that he had to witness this and then the disappointment in his face, pff, that was heartbreaking. That was but I also hard. cannot imagine how hard it would have been for Eddie to have seen his son looking at him like that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, now, I still have chills just thinking about the way Sophie reacted, though. That was scary. That so was I'm so actually sad. really worried as to how she's going to develop as the series yeah. goes on because she's definitely becoming, she's going to become a rebellious teenager. I, and that yeah. is, that is uh, granted. I mean, it's actually pretty impressive how put together the kids are still given circumstances of their father right um the thing that i feel should have been done though at this point is if they were since they were telling the truth to also tell the entire truth about pj granted we do not know as for fact if john is the father or not even though barbara is saying that it is david but at this point delilah doesn't know that so she told her kids one aspect of the Mm -hmm. truth but she didn't tell them anything about john's side as to why he's given away that amount of money and to whom and for whatever reasons right so i also feel like you know because we just saw a little prelude there for the next part it's like we can see the reactions there that they, the you know, obviously are going to start blaming the mother for everything. Mm-hmm. When really and truly the father also had a huge role to play in this entire bust up, even though he's right. elusive, like he's not there anymore. Yeah, I think um, I think that's probably something that's going to happen in the second half of this season. I think Delilah's almost going to be forced. It seems like she's still trying to protect John, and so maybe that's why she's not telling her kids about PJ, but... 
it could also just be the fact that she doesn't know for sure. She has been told, but she doesn't want to just go out and throw John under yeah. the bus. She's like, let me just acknowledge what I did. And Even though she was presented with the DNA. Yes, that's true. That's so true. I'm really at that confused point, yeah. at that point. Yeah, I think uh, they're definitely going to have to work on that. <laughs> going and put, what they should do is do it. Wait, a, tell us, Jess, what should they do? <laughs> all right, writers, here you go. Listen to my little lowdown over here. No, what I think, PJ, if he wants to get to the bottom of this, he's going to have to do a DNA test with his potential siblings, with Sophie and Danny. I think that's the only way where he'll know if he shares any DNA with them mm-hmm. if it comes back positive, you know, because. John isn't there. We can't guarantee that that was his hair on that sweater in the same way that Barbara showed her son. Okay, we'll look at this photo where Dave is wearing this jacket. It's like, okay, we'll shoot. Who, yeah. who knows who, whose it hair that was? It is interesting. Yeah, it's so hard. I cannot, I just, I yeah, I cannot wrap my head around it, let's just say that, because the jumper was at John's, you know, and, and I don't... I'm not very good at forensics, obviously, so I cannot speak <laughs> upon, okay, well, that hair could have stayed there for years. It would have been years that, that David's hair would have been right. on that jumper, and I don't know, you Is know, how that, how that really works. Yeah, so we'd have to look. If anybody knows, please do let us know. Um, so uh, oh, we are jumping into our next topic then about PJ. I thought it was very interesting in the beginning how oh, wow. he... It was interesting that he didn't know where else to go and went to Delilah's place. And um, I just, I wonder why, like, because obviously he was, he, okay, I get that the fact that maybe he felt a bit of distrust from Gina and Rome, having not told Mm -hmm. him straight out, and then he had to find the kit, and then didn't want to go back to his family and confront him confront them yet. So I think there was a nice moment between them, um, and then Delilah giving him a little gift, let's say, on uh, the watch from John, um... Interesting question that he had, which was he couldn't understand as to why John never reached out to him. Mm-hmm. And I think now we might be understanding why. Because he potentially wasn't, wasn't the, the father. father. But then yeah. why would John give that amount to Barbara? I still don't <laughs> understand the guilt in that. I'm sitting over here laughing because I'm like, this just feels like an episode of Mari where <laughs> we need someone to say, who is the father over here? <laughs> Who's the daddy? Tell us. <laughs> so bad. But um, poor PJ. He really... Okay, so I understand if I was in his shoes, you would want to know who your real... Maybe. Not always. But maybe he he wants to know who his real family is. His bloodline family. And so I understand him wanting to be closer to John in that way. But at the same time, John isn't there. He has his father who has always, always. taken care of him, regardless of blood. And to him, that's just not enough. And so, I mean, I think he definitely needs to continue, maybe not continue to go to Maggie, maybe continue to go to a therapist, though. Um, it's clear that he needs that being in the state of mind that he's in. That moment was so huge. And I, I believe last week I did mention that I, I thought it might be a suicide only because of, um, DJ Nash saying that there was going to be that. And they actually did show that. Yeah. Yes. In the beginning of the episode. Right. Be careful. A warning. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So you, you kind of prepare yourself for the worst, either a suicide or just something graphic. But I thought that that whole scene was 
done very well. So well shot as yeah. well, going back and forth. I did, I did like those jump cuts. And then the way that Maggie handled it as well, having, yeah, you know, just good. stopping everybody. Because I also kind of felt like, no, don't everybody. Like, it if might you all rush, him. you're just going to go. Right. Yeah, no. Okay, so I think it was so smart in the way that Rome handled that. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't believe he was going to, like, just, obviously wasn't going to do it, but he knew the effect of it to just mm-hmm. stand by him to make him realize, wait, what are you doing? Because I'll do it. Like, I'm standing right here next to you. Yeah. If um, you do it, I'll do it type of thing. Exactly. I think, you know, the entirety of it, it, it this show has always does such a great job of never having something straightforward because as soon as the truth, as soon as PJ did come out with the DNA test, to Patrick, his dad or stepdad, and then um, Barbara being like, well, no, it's David. I just felt like, oh, my God, another shocker there. And this is where I we know. are on that cliffhanger, literally just holding on to our we chair to, to not get over that edge. I <laughs> cannot handle another funeral in this series at all, please. Do you believe Barbara Morgan, though? I don't. Or Barbara, whatever straight her up, name is. I Straight up, I don't. Yeah. Because it just, like I, like I questioned it earlier on, I was like, I don't understand why John would give that amount of money for the guilt exactly. that he feels. That's a lot. And then now Barbara has to actually be clean and, and tell PJ as to, you know, yes, okay, I have this and can support you in college. What do you think yeah. about Barbara? What is this? Oh, my gosh. I forgot about that. She obviously doesn't have an issue with with lying, hiding. with hiding, mm-hmm. with lying, none of that. So that's the reason. That's what makes it hard to know if she's telling the truth at this point. Um, it could go in any direction. I still kind of do feel like John is the father as well. But what Barbara said is and correct. they look so similar. Yeah, they do. He did, he did, PJ does not look like David. When we saw that picture of David, I was yeah, like, nah. no, absolutely not. <laughs> That's not him. That This ain't it, Chief. But basically, what Barbara said is completely right where PJ is blessed to have this, this father figure who has wanted to take on that role his entire life. And it's not always easy to find someone who's willing to take care of someone who isn't their blood child, you know? That comes up that comes up a good amount. And so just to for PJ to know that he is so loved by his mom and his dad is amazing. But I think he needs to kind of sit down with his mom and be like, Listen, you can't continue to lie to me. Like he needs to address the fact that she has lied to him way too many times. And that just needs to know. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting the point that you just made about the father's n- not the real father, but he, he's a fa- he's his father. Mm-hmm. You know, he's always been there and stepped up for him. And it's so true. That takes a huge, courageous act and strength and desire to want to be there for a person that isn't your blood. And here's the thing. It's... You know, societal construct is all about, oh, family, this is how family looks and this is how it should be. And, of course, PJ is suffering so much because he doesn't have that. He's been lied to all all of his life, doesn't know who to trust. But then at the same time, looking at from that perspective, the love and nurture that he has had from them too, and now the rest of them. A lot of people care about him. Rome had to emphasize that to him. And I just want to say this, and it sounds like a bit of a side point, but it's just to make people like 
or us even as a society to understand, yes, we got to look at it from another perspective. Yes, you can feel hurt when you are in that position as PJ is, but at the same time, understand that there are certain tribes in the world that the mothers will have several fathers for like a few kids because they don't know actually who the true father is because this is like a tribal tradition and it's been proven that the kids actually when they are nurtured by more people they have a better immune system they're healthier and they're actually mentally stronger but that it does come with with the acceptance of that being the norm. norm. Yeah. Whereas we have culture, this right. whole acceptance of the norm looking like this type of a family where parents stay together and kids grow up and happy, happy. Mm-hmm. But that's not truly the norm. And that's when we start to find that in a conflict within ourselves mm-hmm. as we grow up. Yeah, definitely doesn't help that PJ is in the mental state that he already is in, knowing that he has depression, him going to a psychologist and now like all of this came on after the fact after he was going to a psychologist after he kind of I don't know if he diagnosed himself with depression or how that came about but this definitely doesn't help so I mean I think now that this is all out in the open he kind of just has to address it with everyone address it with his his parents and address it with a uh, with a, some sort of psychologist, one yeah, just, I, I think everybody at this point now because that was they all heavy. need a psychologist. Everybody needs to go and talk Honestly. it out, whether that be individually or as a group I, or, or in pairs, whatever it is. <laughs> I totally agree with that. Um, Kimmy but, Sylvester once again. Sorry to cut yeah. you off. She said, I, "I'll be studying psychology next fall." I think that's so funny. I don't know if she's being like truthful or if she's making a joke but either way come back to us yeah (laughs) if you do have any interesting findings and you do go for it and in the next part of the uh, season you can (laughs) fill us in on some psychological factors here because we're no experts we're just trying to read in between the lines of what we see but we appreciate it um what i was going to say was about the result of it um so nearly having witnessed or let's say most of the group listening to ha- mm-hmm. ha- list- another soul being wanting to take their lives definitely had made some changes within those who had been involved in listening, let's say. So let's say, for instance, um, you know, it actually did bring the family together a little bit stronger, PJ, mm-hmm. Barbara, and Patrick. Um, it actually did, I think it incited Delilah to sign those papers and then go up to her kids and tell the truth. Yeah. Because there was a moment that Catherine had previously said as well, I just do not want to lie anymore. And and, and we've seen what has happened when lies accumulate because of John, right? And now we also see Roman Regina. What a change that. What a change. Because Rome stepping up the way he did was so strong and courageous. However, I was shocked, and I, I want to know your thoughts, Jess, that she actually wants to adopt. She doesn't want to have her own. Yeah. What do you think cute. about that? I think that is amazing, the way she went about it, because at first you're, like, waiting to hear more. You're kind of wondering, okay, why do you want to adopt? Is there a reason behind it, or is it just something you want to do? And then she says she wants to save someone's life as well to match, you know, Rome saving PJ's life, and that is just so amazing to hear the way she came about that idea, you know? Yeah. And you could tell she they're actually going to go on with this. They they probably will, but I 
Okay, I will say this for I know what you're going to say <laughs> because I almost said the same thing. I know it. Okay, I guess everybody's going to think the same and know the same. Uh, but yeah, I think they're going to have their own kids. Yeah, I think they're <laughs> that going was the to a baby adult. making time. No, no, I think they're actually making a baby as we speak. Okay, but here, look, this is what I think. <laughs> We're going to give you a sneak peek into our prediction real quick. Okay. What I think is that they're going to adopt, but then she's going to have like conceived gonna... during that time as well. Oh, so they're going to have two kids two. then. Okay. <laughs> That's my little bang bang. Okay, <laughs> two for one. Juicy. <laughs> well, uh, let's head on into our news. We got a couple of things that we, we found out, didn't we? I love it. This is some good old <laughs> Just stuff. Take it away. Alrighty, guys. I'm gonna go first. So I have a little tweet for you guys from DJ Nash himself. He said. Uh, basically, someone asked him if they're going to start their own podcast, please, they even question. And for those of you who don't know, DJ Nash responds to almost everyone on Twitter. So you guys should definitely give him a follow. And I just recently um, went on Facebook. There's like a Facebook group for a million, million little, little things. things. And yes. I just added myself into that. So we'll be coming for that next. Yes. Anyways, to the question about the podcast, he said, yes, we're starting it as soon as we finish the scripts for this season. Oh, isn't that juicy? We're still in the writing of it. I can't wait. I okay, love I reckon it. the podcast will be highly insightful and um, yes. really dealing on all the spectrums of mental health as appropriately as that is yeah. a part of the show. And we we also did see that at the end of the episode of how they were providing information for suicide helplines. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's definitely going to touch upon that. Uh, next piece of news, okay. As we know, this is uh, we are going to be on hiatus for the next few weeks, and the show is coming back on the 23rd of January. Can't wait. Shifting <laughs> by an hour, though, so it'll be airing 10 p.m. EST. So make sure you make a note of that, 23rd of January, and that's when we'll be back too to be discussing the show mm-hmm. so yes i can't let's, wait until then guys i know i mean <laughs> ha, let's just let this all marinate because this was a lot and <laughs> <laughs> we know you kind of know what's coming but we'll, we'll yes we're gonna get into our predictions just after our special segment hashtag little things abtv there it little is thing that jess and i have taken away from this episode with this beautiful tune mm, it's a good old tune so mm-hmm. what i took away from tonight's episode was when what is her name eden i always forget the old lady the little old lady oh okay yeah well you know who i'm referring to uh gary when he was with her she was referring to the dog that as we know is not actually hers um and she said sometimes change can be good oh my god i wrote that down too but i also have another one she's got a backup ladies and gents (laughs) uh but i just thought that that is so accurate and it's coming at a, an, an incredible time. First off, uh, A Million Little Things is changing. It's going to be on at 10 o'clock. <laughs> I like that. Little you like that? There, yeah. <laughs> but also, with the amount of changes going on amongst these friends, um, that is perfect timing. I yeah. think they did a great job of sliding that in there. I mean, there's a lot of change going on, Too that's much. for sure. But in reality, truth be spoken, sometimes change is definitely good. Right. Um, okay, so my hashtag little thing ABTV was the alternative, which um, I think in those moments of darkness, who was it who said that? There's dark days, but there's also a tomorrow. Wrong. Oh, yes, Wrong yes. said that, yes. So really to just remind ourselves that even when we're struggling and when it seems 
really dark and you just do not want to continue for whatever reason, hold on. You are here in this life for a reason, for a purpose. You may not see it in that moment. But I also learned this. Your struggles are your gift. Oh. See? Let that sink in with there's dark days, but there's it's also very it's very true. Like that kind of shapes you into who you become. Yeah. You know, without that, we wouldn't be able to appreciate the highs. Exactly. So. Yes. When And not to say that you should be experiencing lows all the time, but right. it does definitely make you appreciate when things do get good and have patience because things always get good. Right. Always around the corner. All right. <laughs> Let's get into our predictions. Oh, <laughs> we keep man. On singing, did anybody say anything? Did anybody else have any predictions? Guys, you didn't leave us your no. predictions. Uh, it's okay. They're still chatting it up yes. with a few and other things in there. And you can still comment as well. And Kimmy did mention that her statement was true. She is going to be studying psychology in the okay. fall. Okay. So yes. Go. I can't wait to learn a little bit from you, Kimmy, because you're going to help us out. Well, good luck as well with the studies. Yeah. Good job. You'll be able to relate a lot from the show, I'm sure, in your studies as well. Okay, so predictions. Um, Let me see. (laughs) Wait, why don't you go first as I kind of get my thoughts together? (laughs) Okay, well, there is a lot. As we've already touched upon, Gina and Rome, they are going to have a baby. I don't know if they're going to... I don't agree with you, Jess, when they're going (laughs) to adopt. I honestly feel like they're going to conceive and find out sooner than they'll try to adopt. But it would be funny if two for one. Um, I also think that... As much as, yes, yes, so Maggie and Gary. Yes. Gary, ooh, Eric's secret is definitely, he does not carry Maggie's heart. Heart, yeah, he's, her brother's heart. He is, oh, this is horrible, but I think he's like a super stalker or something and like Dude, must have yeah. found Maggie's picture or something or like, or, mm-hmm. or maybe had a session with her when he was here. I don't know, but something's off, off there, especially when we saw that final phone call. So I think he's like actually trying to be with her, but I do wonder what he was going to tell her. I cannot predict that. I'm sorry. I'm really well, I think that. that's prob- probably what he much. wants to tell her is that he's in love with her. <laughs> maybe. Or just telling her that, you know what? Um, time to tell the truth. Like I don't have your brother's heart, but I'm your brother's boyfriend. Okay, that's too much. That is too much. We're going AWOL over here. <laughs> um, and I think we're going to lose Theo. You're going to lose him? Yeah, I think Theo's going to run away. What? Oh, yeah. is he going to go? I, wait, I don't know, but he's going to temporarily be lost. And they're going to... He's going to hop on a bird and just go. Do, the, do they even one have of those limes, One of those birds, whatever. They, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. <laughs> but because of the whole bust up. And so we're going to see the involvements there of like Delilah, the kids, and um, Catherine and Eddie. And, you know, they're going to... I actually think that this is going to make the three of them actually stronger. Yeah. To have to support each other, to be there for their children and understand. Um, it, like understand where they're coming from and really following them and being like supportive to them yeah what are your predictions so i think what you said about sophie earlier is completely accurate i think sophie is going to go a wall and she's in high school at this point yes uh so i think this is really it's already a tough time for kids and now to have this on top of it um but what i think could potentially happen is that her and pj might kind of turn to each other um, and they might become a little bit closer once everyone's truth finally comes yeah, out. But they don't even know about each other. I mean, well, PJ knows, knows about he knows about her. Yeah, but. but I think that's all going to come out very soon, very quickly. Maybe like right out of the get go, January twenty third, 
and it's probably going to take some time. So I'm not saying the very first episode when we come back, but I think that very quickly PJ and Sophie will probably become close. Um, what else I think might happen is I feel like Gary is probably going to move on. No, I don't know. I'm feeling like that might be a thing. You no, guys- they're going to get together. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just try to see into the future. No, they're going to get together. Well, actually, here's what could happen. When Eric comes to Maggie and tells her whatever he has to tell her, then Maggie will probably have no one else to go to but Gary. So I think I just changed my prediction. Okay. So maybe they will stay Yay. together or get Hopefully back together. Hopefully a happy ending between them two. Yeah. Is that? Yeah? We're okay. done. Now we're going right. well, to set we... that in stone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we, before we head on out, we'd love to know what your predictions are. Oh, so man. please do leave us a comment. And just where can everybody find you to continue the conversation, even if we're off for a few weeks? What's your social media? <laughs> Sorry, I was just reading a few more of the oh, live yeah? chat comments. Anything? No, well, Kimmy, one more time said, what if Eric is not his real name and Maggie's kids will not speak to her for the rest of the season? And Maggie's kids. Maggie's kids. I think she, there's a typo Delilah's. there. Delilah's. Maybe she meant Delilah's. Yeah. yeah, Delilah's kids will not speak to her for the rest of the season. That could be... I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah that's... No, they need mom. I, yeah, but that's a big <laughs> probability. Okay, so much juice. <laughs> Anyways, guys, you can follow me at Jess Lucero Live on Instagram and Twitter. Please message me what you guys thought of tonight's episode. This mid-season finale was wild. Yes. Too wild to the point that it felt like the actual finale. But that's not until next year, thankfully. (laughs) So, um, yeah, if you want to continue the conversation with me as well, you can find me at Yasmin Tanras on Instagram. And don't forget, we'll be back on the 23rd of January 2020. Oh, my gosh. Happy holidays. Happy happy New Year. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you you guys next time. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.